Welcome to Side Talks. Podcast about movies. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. No shenanigans in this episode. We're just going to, or at least in the intro. Yeah. Don't worry. Let's not make any promises we can't keep. I can't keep it. Uh, But just to let you know, this is another one of our really fun, very special micro episodes. It's going to go by, I think, fairly quick. It's Thanksgiving week. We are taking the week off from recording. So, you know, this is what you're getting. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, let's go. And now, a look at what we're watching this week. Well, Corey, I've been to the movies. Really? Well, what did yes, you go see? Yes, I've been to the movies, and I also have a, an oldie to bring to you Cool. Well. So I have, uh, and I've also watched a music video. A music video? I mean, more than one, but I have one in particular I'm going to mention. All right. So I, I've seen French Dispatch. Excellent. Yeah, I really liked it. As you should. I really liked it. And, you know... I'm just going to, you know, Wes Anderson going to Wes Anderson. I know that you, I can see what you were saying. I can see what the point here that some people have this issue with it being so Wes Anderson. But what do you, that's what you wanted. That's exactly that is what, what you wanted. I wanted. That's what you ask for people. That's what you ask for. And it is, you know, it, it drags a little. I'm, I'll be honest. It drags a little. I know you're going to take whatever Wes Anderson gives you. Yes. I understand that. But it does drag a little. Uh, some of the, the segments are better than others. Uh, I think maybe my favorite is probably the first one. The first one rules. Benicio, God level in that. Um, but for me, the third one is, I think, my favorite. Not because it's the most madcap action-y, but because of that Jeffrey Wright performance, which I think is amazing. What is the last one? Is that Timmy? No, that's the second the one. Second the second last one's one is, yeah, Jeffrey Wright and um, the the cops and the chef. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the police okay. cuisine. I'm sticking with the first one. And Timmy kind of annoys me, as you know. So that, Yeah, but you got Francis McDormand in there making which it Which balances okay. it out, which yeah. makes it palatable. Yeah. But, you know, overall, it's a... It's an adorable film. Uh, it does have a little tiny little scrap of an edge to it. Not a lot, but a little bit. And it's a it's a fun world to be in, to live in for an hour and 50 minutes. So for sure. I don't have any complaints really other than a little bit of a drag there. And yes, Tilda Swinton, I mean, I, I found myself laughing in the first 40 minutes of this thing more than throughout the rest She's of it. It's very funny. Hilarious. Yeah, very, very funny. And it's it's smarter than it needs to be. <laughs> um, but you know, again, Wes Anderson and Wes Anderson. And so I've seen that and I encourage others to see that, which if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to, or you probably already have. Yeah. And then I've seen another film, a film from my past, a film that I enjoy a lot that couldn't be more different oh. than French Dispatch. Hmm. And that is Baby Boom. Baby Boom. <laughs> now, okay. do you remember Baby Boom? Have uh, you seen Baby Boom? I, when I was a very, very young person, so I honestly don't remember anything other th- other than the the VHS cover with Diane it's Keaton on the phone cover. with a with a baby under her arm and a or whatever. Case. She's got a bri- yeah. You know, so she's a she's a consultant, and you know, in the cutthroat world of consulting, she's you know working all the time. She's got no time for babies, and then guess what happens? And a baby shows up on her doorstep. I Isn't mean, she actually goes to the airport and pick it, it up. But it's, you know, a long lost relative. And, of course, you know, turmoil unfolds. And it and she ends up moving out to the country, out to Vermont, because she can't keep her job together because, you know, the world is – this is Nancy Myers. You realize yeah, that, yeah. right? Uh, written Nancy and, and Charles Shire yeah. uh, co-wrote this screenplay, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. And so she moves out to the country and to raise this baby and, you know, who lives in the country, but – Sam Shepard. Mm, 
Dreamboat. Uh, yeah, Dreamboat Sam Shepard. And so anyway, it's 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 Diane Keaton being very Diane Keaton, cute, adorable, um, lovable and awkward and all those things. And it's a really it's a good film. Yeah. It, it really holds up. There's a really fun montage where money just kind of like it's like a superimposition of money and like buildings and money and a baby in a basket money. And it's a money in a newspaper cover. You know, it's it's fun. There were a lot of like. Reagan era comedies of like fast talking business people who are all of a sudden waylaid by family obligations. Oh, there's a baby. What do I, what am I supposed to do with this baby? How do I have this and a job? Yeah. I, you know, like, um, Mr. Mom is another example oh, of that. Sure. Like with, this, with Keaton. It's the eighties, you know, it's the eighties. I will say, I guarantee you, and I don't remember, but I would be willing to bet that this film that this film is mentioned in Susan Faludi's book Backlash. I would be willing. <laughs> there are some moments where I'm like, "Ooh, that is uh, that is definitely," you know, I, I'm having some some issues with the feminism in this film, right? Um, you know, directed by a man, so no no surprise. But part of the the Diane Keaton connection here is: Did you know that what Diane Keaton's most recent work is? And it's Most not Foot Club where recent. they drool over Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what I th- thought it was. She's in a Justin Bieber music video called Ghost. No shit. Where she plays ju- what I think is Justin Bieber's mom. Anyway. Mm, okay. If you are if you need a Diane Keaton fix like we all do, check yeah. out the new Justin Bieber video for Ghost. She plays Justin Bieber's mom. I feel like Justin's Be- Justin Bieber's mom is like actually my age or something like oh, that. Oh, totally. Yeah, she's super I mean, young. Is, and yeah. he's, what is he, like... I don't know, 20 now? How old is Justin Bieber? How old is Justin Bieber? I bet Justin Bieber's um, getting He's probably close older to, than I 20. think he's getting close to 30 at this point. Oh, okay, so it would be weird if his mom were my age, but... She's not much older than you. She's not that But I also older. believe she might have been teen mom. Yeah, I remember seeing her in that documentary, Never Say Never, about mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Yeah, and I saw thinking, that in the theaters. <laughs> I did not, but I, I think I paid money to rent it. And I, I remember thinking, like, that's that's his mom? Yeah, she's I think she was a teen young. mom. Yeah, I think she was super young. Anyway. Um, there are lots of reasons to watch Never Say Never, um, including Justin Bieber standing on a balcony in, in, in an Atlanta hotel screaming down, what's up, shawty? <laughs> um, or something along those lines. Anyway, what have you been watching? Well, uh, before I get into that, I just want to mention, uh, you mentioned Sam Shepard, uh, who passed away a few years ago, the late, mm-hmm. great uh, Sam Shepard, best known not only as an actor, but as a playwright and a screenwriter. He wrote the screenplay for Paris, Texas. This right. is going somewhere. Uh, yesterday, we lost the great Dean Stockwell, co-star yeah, of uh, Paris, y'all. Texas, um, who is so memorable in that, and Blue Velvet, and Quantum Leap, of course, and Oh man, Quantum to the mob. Are we really referencing Quantum Leap right now? Which Bradley Morgan, my brother, that was his favorite show all through junior high school What's and into high school. It had it had the great oh, Dean Stockwell in it, and his look. favorite band was Rush. Y'all see what I had to had to deal with when I was in high school? Oh, poor you! I'm going to turn to <laughs> Olivia Soprano here. Poor you, having to deal with Quantum Leap and Rush. Oh, what a what a trial! Oh, it sucked, y'all. It what sucked. a trial. Okay, so I just wanted to mention Dean Stockwell um, because he was uh, one of those presences in a movie who automatically kind of made it a little yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so what have I been watching? I guess the only thing I really want to mention is a movie that, depending on when you're listening to this, may well be currently playing at the Sidewalk Cinema. Check SidewalkFest.com for, for showtimes. Um, and that is Pablo Lorraine's Spencer. Yeah. I went to the cinema uh, this past weekend to see Spencer. Um, 
we've been pretty hyped up for this movie Mm -hmm. for a little while. Mm -hmm. It stars uh, Kristen Stewart. Recently engaged. Congratulations, Kristen. Congratulations, Um, Kristen, on your engagement. I'm a little crushed, but I'm going to be all right. I've had time now. You know, as, as, as you said, as 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 I said to you in Slack, don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. You're, and I took that advice to heart. It's Good. as if it's as if a, a caddy stepped into the woods <laughs> through the fog and leaned down and spoke to me about what war really is. Your own lesbian bagger Vance. I know. Um, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. It's okay, Case Two. I'm good. Well, Spencer, unsurprisingly, is really good. I would not go so far as to call it a great movie. I think that you will probably respond to it a little more than I did. There are some weird little things about it that hold me back, especially in its screenplay, which presents a lot of really obvious metaphors and then proceeds to overemphasize them. Oh, no. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. But – the direction and the performances and just the general vibes of this thing are so unexpected um, that it kind of balances those issues out. Spencer, much like uh, Lorraine's previous film, Jackie, um, and then his most recent film, Emma, which, of course, we've talked about over right. and over again on this, um, is more psychological thriller than biopic. There, there are mm. points of, in Spencer that wow. feel more like The Shining um, than just about anything else. It That's is interesting. It everything in this film sort of works to put you in the collapsing mindset of Diana uh, over the course of one horrible Christmas weekend at some palace or another where she is staying with her, um, her husband who doesn't love her and barely talks to her and under the scrutiny of all the other Royals who just seem to regard her as a, a disturbed nuisance. Um, so Spencer really dials in on sort of her, uh, crumbling, uh, psychology, and um, spends an awful lot more time than you might expect going in on her eating disorder and her relationship with food. Um, And the whole thing is really tense Mm. and, you know, almost uh, like, um, like Krisha is another example I thought of Trey Edward Schultz. A little bit of a boiling pot. Yeah. Trey Edward Schultz's debut feature. That is exactly that just nonstop tension. But with, uh, you know, these very uh, globally famous figures and and uh, playing these these parts, these roles, um, Stewart is really great. Uh, I think cool. that's unsurprising. This is not my favorite Kristen Stewart performance that remains her work in Personal Shopper, yeah. um, which, God, what an amazing well, movie She's a little better when you let is. her drift. I think that's true. She's very dialed in here. And that casting, of course, becomes really savvy on a metatextual level because Diana's paparazzi scrutiny and tabloid infamy and Kristen Stewart's similar treatment uh, by the news media in recent years. I mean, there's an equivalency there. And, And I think that Stewart can get to the heart of Diana and Diana's treatment uh, a little 
better than than a lot of other actresses can simply because she's lived that life or lived you know some version of it. Right. I don't think she's been as scrutinized as Diana was, but or I'm not sure that any probably hasn't just liked it as much as Diana did. Right. I, I'm not sure that there are too many figures though in world history who have been as scrutinized as Diana was. Well, and the stakes are way higher. I right. mean, you know, all of those things, including the sort of background of both those individuals. Sure. Anyway, um, it it that to me that makes sense to go after if you're looking at, at making a, a biopic about Princess Diana to go after that sort of vibe of tension. Yeah. Um, even as a, even as a kid, you know, sort of having that, the Diana stuff all around and it, I always had an eerie, there was always a bit of an eerie vibe about, about her as a, as a sort of world that she was inhabiting, so to speak. Because she was so obviously uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you vibe that and pick up on that. So it's an interesting approach. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I, I think you'll dig it. Um, I think that, that you know, it's not what I think most people who are going in having watched the most recent season of The Crown or whatever yeah, are want expecting. something more holistic, perhaps. Sure, uh, and and something that that, pre- that is interested in presenting dimensions right. to the royal family. This is This is not. They're just kind of hanging there just like a this inescapable looming specter of dread. Yeah, um, so adjust your expectations. Yeah, but but if you're going into it expecting a psychological thriller, um it's a really really fascinating well done one. It's got this kick-ass experimental jazz score from Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead. It's got beautiful cinematography from Claire Mathon, who yeah. shot Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So and you can really see that gorgeous. in the trailer. I mean, I will say the thing looks amazing sure. in the trailer. The acting in the trailer is has, has me a little worried. I'm a little little off-put by some of the things I'm seeing in the trailer, but but the cinematography looks just gorgeous. I, I will say I mostly bought what Kristen Stewart was okay. selling. You know, Good. there there are some there are some points where, you know, it doesn't necessarily feel like the the closest fit. But she, you know, I think you grow accustomed to it as you watch the movie, and the movie that. teaches you how to watch it. Um, it's you know, the screenplay leaves some some issues, but but it's not it's not crippling. And and ultimately, this is a another film from the guy who made Emma. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think you're going to yeah. like it as much as Emma. I just, can't imagine I will. I, yeah, there are very few movies it feels like that you like as much as Emma, um, but worth checking out. So that Excellent. is Spencer by Pablo Lorraine. That's what I've been watching. Um, and yeah, check it out. I'm excited. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We are your own personal cinematic David Bowie and Lou Reed. Ooh. Do you know about this? Yeah. What do you know? That they are rock stars. Yeah, but apparently at some event or party or something, um, Lou Reed approached David Bowie and said, hey, will you produce my next album? Really? Did you know this? No. And uh, and Bowie said, yeah, man, I, I will totally produce your next album if you'll get your shit together because you clearly are you've got some stuff going on man like some a drinking problem Lou, and, yeah, yeah. come on um and so well that's what bowie said to, to him uh-huh and apparently almost immediately lou reed went for bowie and and attacked him with just re- sort of repeatedly um bashing his head against the table and so on and so forth this is the rumor what okay have you not heard this no. Um, with a with a with the force of fury so much it took nine people to pull 
pull them off. Are you serious? Yeah. And How you know, have I never heard this? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I did a little deep dive on the internet. The internet doesn't always tell the truth, so somebody will have to fact check me on I this. I don't know. This is all I just saw rumor. something about the COVID vaccine, and it was really convincing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I did my own so, research. We'll have to. I mean, I'll have to. You know, see if we can get this verified by one of the nine people who who apparently drug Lou Reed off of Bowie. Yeah. Who would that get? John Cale on the phone. See. I know. I know. But you know, I will say. You know how to really tell if somebody doesn't have a drinking problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? You might go to rehab if somebody telling you that you need to slow down in your drinking causes you to put your claws in them and, and it takes nine people to pull you off. Then rehab might be in your future, Amy Winehouse. R.I.P. Um, I don't know, Brad, have you heard this story? Am I wrong about this? I actually never have. Okay, well, maybe I'm just dreaming shit. Wow. But we'll see. Anyway, if it is an urban legend, it's kind of a fun one. That Lou Reed physically attacked Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May they both rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely. my goodness. Definitely. Anyway, um, I don't feel like I need to go to rehab for anything but coffee. And uh, that's because I drink so much Revelator. See how I brought that all the way <laughs> what full a great, circle? What a great transition that I was. I know, I know. So thanks to Revelator Coffee for sponsoring us. Thanks to Boutwell Studios for working with us and making us sound the our best we could possibly sound it Sidewalk. does get bad y'all it gets it gets worse than you think that's true that's true but anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your socials sidewalkfest.com or at sidewalk film on facebook twitter and instagram where you can find cinema showtimes come see spencer at the cinema which i think is playing right now should be and um lots yeah, of other fun lots stuff of planes other stuff. trains and automobiles coming up Oh, no if way. If it's not playing already. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. The Feast, which oh, is kind I of like a the feast. perfect Thanksgiving film. Eco-horror in yeah. Wales, in the Welsh language. This is a, a festival encore as well. This played at the, the Sidewalk Film yeah. Festival back in August. I really like this movie. If you've ever wanted to eat your relatives, this is a, <laughs> this is a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words... Our expertise.